Welcome to the podcast. Are you ready to thrive? You've tuned in to the most joy-filled podcast on the internet. Just like finding that bonus French fry at the bottom of the bag. Welcome to The Last Try with Patrick and Deacon B. Exciting and new Come aboard We're expecting you And love Life's sweetest reward Let it flow Hey, Patrick. How you doing post uh, Valentine's Day, yes. ladies and gentlemen? We're coming at you a week after Valentine's Day, and we've got a couple of weddings coming up. I mm-hmm. had both of my wonderful children get married in the same year, and you, sir, mm-hmm. are following up in that same <laughs> strategy. Both kids getting mm-hmm. married in the same year. And it's time to talk about love, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, (laughs) it's the next topic in our series and how great it is to be. I think that's kind of one of be kind of one of my questions for you. And as Mm -hmm. I because for those of you who are curious, we did the father of the bride and father of the groom. And Mm -hmm. uh, I was fortunate enough as my position as a deacon to be able to preach at both of my children's weddings. And we talked a lot about love, kind of what it is and what it isn't. And I spent a lot of time with high school kids and youth and young adults and Mm -hmm. talking about love. And uh, I thought, hey, if you were to be asked, and maybe you have been by your daughter or your son, being that you are a successfully married man of 34 years, 33 years. 34 in July, but 33 right now. There it is, right? So, you know, kind of that you can, you know, tap into some of your wisdom and what advice would you give about love, uh, how to be committed in a loving relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. So hopefully you are filled with love and you've had an chance to experience it, but I think we're going to jump in and we were talking a little bit before the show. We're going to try to keep this kind of upbeat because I think it's, you know, it's easy to kind of get into some of the quagmire about what love isn't. And we'll touch on that briefly, but I really want to talk about what love is in real love, not societal love, not the love that's portrayed in social media or advertising, but that sort of sacrificial love that endures. So uh, love, Patrick, what would you say to your children or young listeners or old listeners or people who are just thinking, ah, what is it about love? I would have to say that the easiest and most difficult all at the same time is the unconditional type where I love my wife with every fiber of my being unconditionally. I don't set any conditions. Well, I love her, but uh, you know, when she does X, Y, Z, no, my wife came up with a saying a long time ago, and I think she got it from her mother is, I love you always, but sometimes I don't like you. That's, that's a fair statement, right? <clears throat> that's a fair statement, right. But right. the love is never diminished. It's unconditional. And most folks will experience it with their children, right? You would do anything for your child. They could be, you know, how many of these moms who have 
kids on death row, right? These adult men and women on death row who still love their children because that's unconditional, right? They know that their child who's now, you know, 40 or whatever on death row, they are, they still love that child. They still love that kid. That's unconditional love. And I would say that Stephanie and I have unconditional love for one another. And that's what I wish for my two kids is that what they have with their future spouses is unconditional. It's like, I love you except when you do this, or I love everything about you, but no, you know what? My wife is not perfect and I am far from perfect, (laughs) but the love that we have for each other is virtually perfect because I don't put any conditions on my wife for her to get my love. She's got it. She owns that outright, outright. Now she's flawed. I'm flawed. We work through those flaws. And I would say that the, the lubrication that makes that love so valuable and real and sustainable is communication. And when it gets hard, it's the lack of communication. And Stephanie and I recently went through a little spout where, or spat where, not spat, a little, um, Spell. That's the word I'm looking for. Spell. Where we, where we <laughs> a spell where you, did you go through a spell where you spat yes. at each other? Is yes. that what you're saying? Um, where we, we just weren't effectively communicating. And one night after dinner, we just kind of threw it out there. We said all the things we needed to say, and some of it hurt, and some of it didn't feel good. But afterwards, it was like, that was great. I got to say what I wanted to say. She got to say what she wanted to say. I was heard. She was heard. And it was just more meaningful and it was rich the so and even through that moment that that chunk of time we were still madly in love with each other we were just needing to get calibrated so i would say to max michaela ryan and meredith love each other unconditionally and give each other space to be less than perfect there we go even less than awesome just let them be there themselves and help guide them. I, one of the things I loved hearing when we were working uh, with the youth at church was your your spouse's job is to help you get into heaven. And I never framed it that way when I was a young husband. But once I heard that, I was like, of course, that makes so much sense. And I have been falling down on the job. I need to pick it up. Right, so, right. So that that is the long answer to one example of what I think love is, but I I think for it to be real and meaningful and tangible, it needs to be unconditional. Great. Great. Yeah. And I was thinking we're kind of, we're basing this series off of these fruits of the spirit, these words, Mm -hmm. you know, from scripture. And so, you know, certainly the biblical view of love is not the societal view of love. It's not what is, you know, I love my Cower. I love ice cream. Right. You know, I love you for five minutes until you make me not happy anymore. Right. right. It's this whole different concept. And one of the cool things I came across, and perhaps some of our listeners have have heard this, but if not, it's a pretty cool. So the Greek had different. There's actually seven words for love in Greek. In, okay. in English, we have love. You know, and it can mean everything from I love my dog, and mm-hmm. I love you know, cheese its all the way to, you know, I love you so much that I'm going to 
jump in front of the train for you or right. you give you my kidney or, you know, that kind of mm -hmm. love. Sure. Uh, but in, in the Greek and there's seven of them, but kind of the way that I was taught was sort of three major ones. And, and one is, is at the base levels is, is Eros. And that's sort of just that romantic, erotic kind of passion filled kind of, you know, puppy love mm -hmm. kind of attraction sort of thing. Sure. And then you get to sort of brotherly love. It's called philios or philia, which is sort of that familial love, the love of siblings, the love of neighbor, just kind of that that brotherly sort of friendship connection kind of a thing. And then higher than that is is this ultimate form of love that the Greeks came up with, uh, agape or agape, depending on how you pronounce it. And and the root of it is sacrifice. The root of that word mm. is sacrificial love. And that is the highest form of love. And when when they talk about the fruits of the spirit or when Jesus talks about his love for us or for the love, when he says, love others if I have loved you, well, how did he love? All the way to the cross, right? Total and ultimate mm -hmm. sacrifice. And Correct. so I think when we think about love in terms of what we're going for in the series, it's this idea of choice. Love has to be a choice. Mm. And that's what I remember talking to my kids, uh, like choose love. That was the theme uh, for, for <laughs> Matt and for Bree. Choose mm. love even when your spouse is playing with your Legos. You know, choose love when, <laughs> uh, when your spouse uh, is, doesn't, you know, has, is not want to go to Costco. Or choose love when they're snoring. Or choose love mm -hmm. when uh, you have to, love is not a feeling. It's a choice, mm. and and you have to. And true love is not about you; it's about sacrificial love for the other. And so, I think that's an important distinction as we get into this idea of what is love and what are we talking about mm -hmm. is is the the true giving of oneself completely is the love that uh, we're coming at from these fruits of the spirit. So, mm. um, that was pretty cool. I agree. So um, as we talk about love, and I was thinking about some fun examples, uh, and there's so many different kinds of stories, but to tap into the love that I'm talking about, I think motherly love. I think watching Mary Beth with our kids mm -hmm. and now seeing um, you know Nathan and Charity with little Noah and, and that sort of how charity's working and even, you know, Nathan both, but there's just something that motherly love is just yeah. something really kind of, kind of super sacrificial. I think of, you know, Mary Beth sitting by the hospital bed for, you know, months with Nathan or mm -hmm. just getting up in the middle of the night with a sick child or, mm -hmm. you know, this, this idea that I, it, it hurts, right? It, Mother Teresa said, if, if love doesn't hurt sometimes, then you're really not loving Mm. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's really, that's really kind of yeah. true. So yep. um, way to go moms out there everywhere, uh, or just anybody who has made the decision and the choice to love, even when it's not comfortable. And uh, speaking of love, people have been, been uh, showing us a little bit of love. Do we have a little, do we have a little intro for a little something here? We got some mail. We got some mail.
I like <laughs> I like that tail on there. I like this kind of kind of kept going. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, we got some good stuff in the mailbag. We had a little shout out uh, from Karen, Karen V, out there in Albuquerque, or, yeah. uh, Prince of Peace Land. Uh, sent us a fun little meme with this cute little. Uh, it was like a cute little cat kind of a thing, I believe, and and pulling out the last fry. You know, sort of like, yay, you know, they're because they, they found the last nice. fry in the bag. <laughs> so she said, you know, thinking of you guys. So mm-hmm. super cool. And then uh, got some good insight from our buddy John out there in North Carolina, our favorite uh, longtime listener. Mm-hmm. Um, posted some thoughts on the old Instagram uh, about peace. And he brought up an excellent point. He said, uh, real peace is that you can experience it amidst difficult and painful circumstances. Oh, he said good. anyone, you know, anyone can be peaceful when it's calm and easy, but uh, Jesus spoke about, you know, you know, I leave you, my peace I leave with you, and I give unto the world, not as the world giveth, but as I giveth unto you. So sort of that that internal peace we talked about, uh, that, that is rare, you know, yes. that, is, that is rare. And then uh, he talked about gentleness, and he said, hey, you know, Blessed are the meek, and meek is not weak. It is uh, it's the ability to to have some self control. So, um, thanks very much, John in North Carolina. Great insight, and nice to have you listening and putting in some thoughts. And his mention about self control is perfect because uh, that's coming up. That's coming up. Yeah, that's right around up. the corner. So well placed. A nice little nice little teaser there, John. Thank you. That's fantastic. So uh, as we kind of come down, as we do, right, at the end, we kind of last fry this kind of fun, fun stories. We talked a little bit about moms out there, but um, I came across a societal, there's a place here in Colorado Springs called Mary's House, and it's a wonderful organization. And what they do is they take young girls who are uh, either pregnant or who have little ones and are homeless or on the verge of being homeless. Mm. And they love them unconditionally for, I think it's a four-year program. And they wow. house them and feed them and provide childcare and parenting classes and school classes so they can work on their GED and life stuff so they can get a job. And the, the goal is to take these young women off the streets and after they exit the program, they have a skill set. They have basic education. They can do a budget. They're full of confidence. They're full of love of self. They've got parenting skills. They can go out in society and be independent. And mm. I thought, wow, that is just a great example of how we can love somebody to the point where they can love themselves even mm. more. So yes. way to go, all the volunteers and hard workers over there at Mary's house. And so many other philanthropic organizations all over the country, I'm sure, that are doing amazing things um, to show to show love, right? Love that's beyond the self and love that's sacrificial. So Amen. way to go. Way to go out there. Absolutely. guys. Any final thoughts as we uh, shut, shut her down? Yes. I love this show. I love that I get to be with you every week to chat and to produce this podcast and to share it with all of our family and friends and hopefully their family and friends. And um, 
And that is a good use of the word love because you're a fantastic gentleman. And I love spending time with you. <laughs> I love time with you as well. <laughs> and, I, and I love you, Patrick, as a as a human being and a father and, uh, and a good Catholic man. Absolutely. So to all of you out there, we love you, our listeners, and hopefully you love us as well. And we encourage you to continue to um, tell people about The Last Friday. And we hope that we are bringing you some inspiration and joy and peace and hang in there. We're coming up on some fun. We're kind of getting into the end of the series with some mm -hmm. fun stuff, hopefully some guest speakers. So remember that when you think about love, you should think about the last fry. Please visit us on Instagram at the last fry podcast. Facebook at The Last Fry and Twitter at Last Fry Podcast. Please leave us a comment about this or any of our episodes. We really appreciate your feedback. The Pulse bumper music was composed by Evgeny Kiselevich and is used under a royalty-free license purchased through safemusiclist.com. Mailbag music and additional sound effects are provided via a royalty-free license purchased through fesslianstudios.com donation and from the YouTube Studio Library. Use of other sound effects or music beds will be credited in the episode notes when appropriate.